It's July 1st, Thursday, July 1st, and you are watching and or listening to Uniform Exchange. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. I will never, <laughs> ever, ever, ever get that right. I'm convinced I will never get that right. Every week I take Hello. it as new on my end too, though. So please take that away. What's it's it going to be? Uniform exchange. Hey, Daddy, who's Daddy's got to get on a podcast? Whose baby is crying? It might be mine. I don't know. There's there's six kids where I'm at right now. So at any point, something could happen. Throwing that out there. Happy July 1st podcast number 10. 11. Happy happy Bobby Bonilla day, right? See, another 1.2 million dollars hits the bank account today for another 14 more years to go. It's a great gig. It's a great gig. Only one really? sounds good- better than that. Listen. <laughs> there it is. Welcome everyone and welcome to Uniform Exchange where we get very, very, very serious and we present only the most consequential topics and weighty opinions as to what is happening in the wide, wide, weird, wacky, and wild world of sports business. Josh, what were you going to say, buddy? Don't don't talk about my weight like that. That was a low blow. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Michael Myers, Birdie Bucks, and uh, the sports marketer. As always, I'm joined by three esteemed panelists, and we, we're mixing it up again today, guys. We've got in the upper right corner, Mike Smith, dad number two. On from top, once, number two. How you doing? Uh, we have from Team Marketing Report, Chris Hartweg. How are you, my friend? Hi, I'm great. Thanks for having me. Fantastic. <laughs> again. And Josh, the big sports guy from Big Sports Consulting, Josh Kyles. How you doing, pal? I'm doing great. So what's so a, much better now that we're cons- here. We're consulting live. Consulting firm. You work for a big guy, Kunk Sculting? What's that? We try to be very vague about what we do here. <laughs> um, we, don't, we don't like to get too specific. Um, I don't know what you just said there, but I'm investing in that company. Yes. We, we accept investments in chandeliers, actually. If you have Sign a nice chandelier, up. you can send it over. I'm doubling down. Sign me up. <laughs> Very nice. Gentlemen, I think it uh, it's going to be a good today. It's been a very, it's a very big day in sports. We've got a lot to talk about. There's a lot that happened in the last week. There is a ton that is happening as we speak today, happening this morning and, and happening throughout the day. Uh, and I don't know if any of you guys have been tracking some of the endorsements that have been coming through. Hopefully you have, and we can bring them up during the cast itself. But I believe right now it is time for... Rack it up, rack it up, I got a Topic like a little one. Vicky remix. I love it. It's nice, right? It's nice. The little Mikey uh, remix. <laughs> we have a uh, 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 the, the big day that I was referencing before is happening in NCAA. Um, student athletes can now, for the first time ever, monetize their name, their image, and their likeness through endorsements, through autograph signings, through appearances, and so on. As always, the NCAA was out in front of this. 
Days um, out. Days out in front of day. Out in front day, of day. Hours. <laughs> Minutes. Hours. hours. Eight hours. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure any of this would be considered out in front, just to be I fair. I just got an alert uh, on my sports app that they're on it right now. There you go. If my entire family is leaving for vacation and I wake up as they're pulling away and I jump in the car, I'm not sure that counts as me being ready for this vacation. But we all all wind up in the same place on the beach. We we do. We do. (laughs) Um, Division one board of directors, the chancellors, the presidents voted this week to approve um, sort of, I guess you want to call it an overarching stopgap. Um, that's going to govern the states that don't currently have laws. I don't know how many laws, seven laws, went, seven, seven laws, seven states went into effect today. Is that right? No, Anybody I think see? It, I, I, the number I think was 12 that I think went today. There was several more like Illinois, the, that Illinois just signed in the last couple of days and went, went active. So okay. I mean, still, still that leaves what, 38 if I'm Rain Man? At least if, if it's tw- that didn't. 38, that would be correct. Um, there's still no pay for play. There's still some overarching rules that kind of went out through that stopgap situation. But uh, it really still is unbelievable that that uh, the NCAA is asking Congress, not the NCAA, to pass an overarching ruling that would govern all 50 states. But they want the United States government and the Congress to figure that out. We want to wash our hands of it. You tell us what to do so everybody cannot be mad at us. That's not going to happen. If there's one more entity more efficient than the NCAA, it's our government to help handle this situation. Well, thank right. God that they, thank God the NCAA knew who to call. You know, they're like, yes, we need some help, Congress. You yeah. need to be there's one help. that's as equal or worse than what we could do, Congress. Call, you, you, call the you, Congress. You know the Congress. Wait, Mike, phone you said you said worse. I think you meant way better because you know you said congress they do a great job ncaa does a great job i think that you yeah i mean we i think we all agree um we do have i don't know if you guys have seen this but we actually do have a clip from fake mark emmert uh from this past week you guys want to do you guys want to see this yeah what was he what what, was he talking about yeah i can't wait Incredible. I don't I know if you guys saw that. We're 11 episodes in and we're getting exclusive interviews with fake Mark Emmert every week. That's awesome. We're doing great. He job. he is all over the place. He's a very busy man. And was he really, uh, I don't know was he, he really at the Tour de France this, this week? Yeah, that was him. Apparently. That was holding up a sign that holding up a sign that in German said uniform exchange, which I loved. I really appreciated. <laughs> That's I what Aliopiani like means David, in. We are the David Hasselhoff of the sports world over there. So it's we just, are, we're, we're the David. I think we're the David Hasselhoff of a lot of things. Honestly, <laughs> um, all right. So 
in in uh, within the NIL world, let me be serious for a second. There have been some deals that have been coming in. Um, I know that there was a defensive end that signed uh, for twenty thousand dollars, which I thought was a pretty good number for the first deal that I saw at midnight with a black owned barber shop that I can't think the name of right now. Um, the Fresno State uh, sisters, Haley and Hannah signed with uh, a company called Six Star Pro Nutrition. I saw that was one that signed at midnight as well. I think um, just actually, hearing, hearing those hearing those two deals alone, first of all, the first guy was Jackson State. And then you Jackson brought up State, two, thank sisters, you. Two, two sisters from Fresno State. So already we're seeing the impact going beyond the Power 5 schools, going beyond the star quarterbacks, which I think uh-huh. everybody's t- going to be talking about those type of deals because those, those you know the star quarterbacks and – basketball players they're going to command a lot of money but we're seeing right from the start the impact it's not just hitting the power five star quarterbacks which is awesome well and i do think that if you if you look at why these particular athletes were able to do this it's their instagram following i mean it's their social media following it's that's it within that world it's the equalizer to that to that point i want to give another shout out to my buddy Blake Lawrence and Open Doors, and the, the the brand Go Puff, who put out the first deal of its kind um, at midnight last night for any and all athletes that are on Open Doors's platform. Doesn't matter sport, male, female, but any any athletes that are on Open Doors's platform uh, that promote Go Puff and opt into this deal, they will get some type of monetary benefit and there will be more see now, opportunities and promos throughout the year with that's interesting that's interesting to me that i did not know that and that brings up a unique question that i have then does open doors want to be the group that valuates and or evaluates and values what sponsorships are worth within that world or are well, they, they going to sell partnerships because you really can't do both nielsen doesn't sell advertising Arbitron doesn't sell radio spots. If Open Doors is going to be the rating service for this, I I I, I find you it odd that they're the, also yeah. selling you can't do uh, the valuation. Right, you cannot be the ones doing the valuation and then turning around and and selling using that valuation. That's just. And I'm not saying they are. The I'm just curious no, 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 right. actually how that's, that's going to play saying. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So am I. But I mean, the 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 smart thing is Blake. And, and Open Doors in particular have done a better job than anybody of hands down. Uh, of getting out in front of this, just like our friends, uh, fake Mark Emmert and everybody else at NCAA, they really uh, actually did get out in front of this. And uh, that's what pretty much any of the big schools are using. You see all the all the students. And what's going to be very interesting is you see it, you know, as a, as a University of Illinois fan, it's like you're seeing Trent Frazier, uh, the basketball team is, you know, he's open yep. for business. Well, his price is a hundred dollars per post. You got to post a shit ton of posts to start really making a difference. And uh, I think that's where most, and he has a decent amount of, he's not, he's not way up there, but he's got a decent amount of five, far more than most of the non-Olympic sport athletes. Do. So, you know, the, the money is, it's going to make the rich richer. And then it's going to take the, uh, Cavenders and the um, Olivia Dunn's and and those kinds of uh, big following athletes. It's going to that big social media following athletes. They're the ones that can cash in. Everybody else, I mean, at least they're going to be able to make some. So <laughs> goodbye. Chris, Chris was talking for like thirty seconds and he got to move on. Chris making a great point. 
He was making a great point. Yeah, no, no. He was making a terrific point. I agree with him. It will be interesting. And and, uh, Blake is somebody that we should probably have on the show at some point to talk about it because they have done a terrific job putting themselves out there as sort of the subject matter experts in the space. If nothing else, they are the place you look right now. They are the number one spot for that. And that alone will make them extremely valuable. But I will be interested to see if they go down the path of what you just described, uh, Josh, which is generating revenue on behalf of athletes, which I think they will at some point have to make a choice. Do they want to do that or are they going to be the service that is valuing them? Yeah. What's the other thing that's, uh, that is actually huge that they're providing is that if you run through that open door system, you're signed up as an athlete, they're, they will do the back end, the tracking and stuff like that. So that you as an athlete have something to show for, reporting to the athletic department, what you've earned, and then also for the accounting and tax purposes at the end of the year. I think we're going to see a total shit show on, on that. I mean, not unexpectedly, but Better it's just going to be a disaster. In line early. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> right. Yeah, we know, we know how much these 18 and 19-year-old kids are up on their QuickBooks. I'm sure they all have the latest updates. Right, uh, but but that is but that is the other part of what's happening now is the the education process, which I know over the last week, Blake and his team have been, and I'm sure that there's other groups that are doing something similar with <laughs> with different athletes all across the country. But they've been on basically a road tour, and this has been going on for weeks now. They were they hit every school in Florida. They were at Ohio State. They've been going to all these schools, educating not just the football team, not just the basketball team, but athletes across these programs, you know, kind of letting them know this money's not going to come to you automatically. Like you got to put some work in, you have to have that social media following. You have to get engagement. You have to offer value to these brands. You have to portray yourself in the right light. So this education process, I think for the athletes, they're not just going to see all this money coming to them, but, uh, but they do have the opportunity now, which is awesome. Do you guys see a future problem where these student athletes, I know I got gone, but I want to make this point. No, no, you're good. You're good. Where future student athletes are going to not invest uh, in their education and take uh, on this page of figuring out their social media platform to make money, do that in sports and put that uh, to a, a third seat as opposed to a second seat where it is now currently. Definitely. Oh, I do no, think because there's I think be some of that. Like, yeah. there's schools, uh, you know, I think Tennessee is one of them that I remember seeing that they've set up within either like their sports administration or business administration type programs where you can take all these different classes on athlete yeah. branding, branding, brand marketing, social media marketing. I mean, you could just take classes in that stuff to tune tune up your brand and actually be and graduate or at least, you know, stay eligible and actually be learning stuff. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Point. I do think it's going to be a mess. I was thinking about that. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just imagining all of these tax issues. The kids, I mean, they, they're going to need to know that you get paid a thousand dollars. You need to take $300 of that and put it somewhere else. And I then when you get another thousand, you need to take 300 of that and put it somewhere else so that at the end of the year, you've got the money to pay for the things that you've been paid for. Uh, there's a lot of, it's going to be a steep learning curve. And I do think yeah. to your point, not just, there's a many groups that are going to show up. It won't just be the groups we've been talking about. There will be many groups that show up that are advocacy groups and are educational groups in that space. Uh, before we go to the next topic, I actually wanted to ask you guys one other thing about this. And as a big college sports fan, I will admit to being worried as to what college sports is going to look like 
in five years. And uh, I'm curious if you guys have given that much thought, because I really do think that we're going to wake up and see a different product on the field as a result of much of this. It's the right thing. Athletes need to be paid uh, with the money that they're generating. But what do you guys think is going to change, if anything? Well, I think that the biggest uh, inevitable change is that that the schools and the athletic departments and the coaches that understand how to uh, not a great word in this case, really manipulate, but but understand how to utilize this current system in recruiting and yep. uh, empowering their athletes that can get out in front of it before uh, our, our buddies in Indianapolis can clamp down and put better guardrails in place. It, I mean, you're going to see a, a power shift, I think, in a lot of different, I mean, in all across all different sports, you know, a savvy volleyball or or soccer coach or something could, you know, take them from mediocre to huge by um, yeah. exploiting loopholes and things like that. And so I think that's where I see the the biggest problems coming. I mean, there's a lot of people bitching about, oh, these you know boosters are just going to come in and give some crazy deal. Well, they're doing that anyway. So yeah, they'll definitely <laughs> use this as a way to board. funnel that money through. So I think that is true. Anything else, guys? Because I've got a couple too myself. I think that, uh, you know, the things are going to change where I, I envision like individual players getting so caught up in their social media, making money on the side of actually playing the sport where there was one channel before you had to go pro and try to make money that way. What if they are making so much uh, on the social media side that they decide not to go pro and they have their own channel and, and go off and veer Possible. into this new world? It's the same thing that's happening with all the TikTok stars, yeah. uh, Instagram, like actually... the, the Logan Pauls of the world who like imagine that we type love. of person yeah, in, uh, in college athletes now at the very start to, to do something like that and veer up. I think we're just going to have more, you know, I, yeah, that's an interesting thought. There could be an athlete that becomes such a big personality while they're in college that they don't need to go play professional sports to generate a bunch of money. That's a very real possibility. And I'm sure that'll probably be the exception to the rule, but I think that's a possibility. Um, I was going to say, I think one thing that I, is definitely going to happen, and <laughs> if you understand the way universities... So universities are not for profit. Right. So the money that <laughs> Alabama generates through football on a balance sheet has to essentially be zeroed out or hypothetically zeroed out at the end of a year. They can't just take that money and, and, and keep it. So in most of these cases, the money that goes in through these revenue sports is used to fund all the other sports. That's one of the outlets. It's also used to Ohio State, I think, has 22 associate athletic directors because you have all that money and you can hire all these athletic directors and pay them a big salary. But it all has to go somewhere or they put fifty five million dollars into a football facility or one hundred million dollars into a volleyball facility and or whatever. But that money is going to shift away from the universities. That's just a fact. A lot of the money that's currently going to university is going to shift away and start going to some of the players. Isn't going to be so much that then they cannot afford to fund 19 other sports at the school that do not generate revenue. That I think is a real possibility. And I'll be curious to see how we come out of that on the other side. Michael, even whether or not that's actually true schools, there'll be plenty of athletic departments that will use that as an excuse, whether it's not true or not. I think we're going to see more of that. 
I just like the pandemic, but the pandemic was used as an excuse to shut down a bunch of athletics departments. So I yeah. think on the flip, I think on the flip side, as we probably close this topic out, um, yes, <laughs> I think we're going to start seeing more players in certain sports, maybe football, basketball in particular. These are the, the big ones that are staying longer in school that mm-hmm. don't feel the need to go pro. So I think, I mean, we already saw uh, a guy from Maryland, like his junior guard that's returning. He made the announcement yesterday. I don't know that it has anything to do with this, but the timing is certainly um, maybe not just a coincidence. But so I think that you might actually see, you know, potentially better longer dynasties in, in and around basketball and things like that. That's always a possibility. Um, yeah. So I, I'm excited to see, you know, or, or at least see these kids that feel that they need to leave after their freshman year or sophomore year when they're, you know, they're projected to get, to get picked 74th and there's not even 74 picks. So I just don't think there'll be a need for that anymore to rush out that they can, you know, make a living and help their family and at least make it so their family doesn't have to help them while they're in school to pay for meals yeah. and things like that. That's the hope. Um, That's the positive yeah. hope I, I have on this too. Hey! Rack it up, rack it up, I got a Straight up new topics. topics, please. <laughs> also, free, free, Reggie, free Reggie Bush. Free Reggie Bush. Uh, no, you can't. No, actually, that's not true. You can't go back and because of a new law. If we put a new law in, we can't go back and 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 uh, prosecute people that broke a law that wasn't in existence either. Um, NHL big announcement day over the last couple of days. Number one. They've announced the outdoor games. They've got the Winter Classic is going to be in Minnesota between the Wild and the Blues. They've got the All-Star Game in Sin City. They're taking it back to Vegas. Everything's in Vegas now. Everything. Literally everything I see now is in Vegas. Uh, Stadium Series is going to be in Nashville at uh, Nissan. And then I did see that Carolina Hurricanes, who lost the game, not lost the game, but forfeited. Wrong word again. Didn't get to hold the game last year because of the pandemic. We'll also get to do an outdoor game this year. So quite a bit of stuff going on there. Um, NHL announced their uh, their uh, announcers and their broadcast team for their new agreement with NHL the next seven years. Did I say? Did I not say ESPN? What did I say? Nothing. You said the NHL twice, I think, but it's okay. Oh, good. The NHL, no, the ESPN has announced the broadcast team to be broadcasting the NHL uh, over the next seven years. Thank you. Words, sentences, overrated. Um, I did also see that Gary Bettman announced or sort of alluded to the fact that the players may not be able to play in the Olympics. So that was kind of a big deal, probably worth talking about. Um, And then, yeah, I... Well, but look, I think it's it's mostly COVID related, right? They're, they're like, do we want to shut down the season for two weeks and take a chance? So I want to send people overseas in the midst of a potential pandemic. Hey, they can play Shaking if they're vaccinated. I feel like they didn't want to send the players to the Olympics last time. There was no COVID. Yeah, or the they, time before well, that or before that or before that. They, right. they didn't send the players to the Olympics last time on the promise that they would be a great this way time. to market our game to a worldwide audience. <laughs> Hmm. Okay, so let's not send our best athletes. So remember hockey we, in the eighties. We should just go back to that. Nope. Oh, I don't. I wouldn't don't remember that. Seeing some of that, there was a lot of clutching. Eddie Shore, old time hockey. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, promoting the game, this I thought was interesting. The NHL has hired uh, this guy. Oh boy. 
Yeah, if you maybe you remember him from I don't Punk know what love. potentially. Uh, no, he's a, he's TikTok famous. A guy named Josh Richards, nineteen years old, and he's been hired as a special advisor to the NHL. He's stoked. Um, he is. He is radically stoked. He absolutely His, is. What do you guys the, think about that? Did you see Batman's quote? Like, I, no. I guess it's, I guess it's, there's, he probably can't win in this case. But the first time, quote, the first time I met him, I told my 12 year old granddaughter, I told him my 12 year old granddaughter was a huge fan, Commissioner Batman said. He says, go get her on the phone. And they FaceTimed for like 10 minutes. He's very cool. We're thrilled that he's so focused on us. His passion is clear. He's a huge fan. I mean, how you're going to not sound like an old man when you start talking about your grandkids. But uh, but yeah. it's actually, to me, as much as I beat up on the NHL for being antiquated, it's it's a smart move. I mean, he's, what, 40 million followers? And he's from yeah. Canada. So, he, you know, it, from what I've seen, he's actually legitimately a fan. And he's, a, versus, he's a fan of the NHL. Right. Versus bringing in somebody just because they're, you know, like the you'll see in the NBA All-Star game or – MLB all-star games, kind of that kind of crap that it's people don't even know to throw a ball. Oh, we're already out of topic, out of time. Great. Let's be let's be honest. That timer and gong means absolutely nothing on this show. <laughs> it's very, it may not arbitrary. to you, Josh, but it does to me. <laughs> I paused me. I paused that thing for four minutes a second ago. So it's 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 pretty uh it's yeah, it's it's pretty arbitrary at this point. It means nothing and everything at the same time, but I will say that I I I saw some mixed reaction from this. Like some a lot of people that are probably more established fans that they just hear that a TikToker was hired to be the voice of what is it, voice of the young people or a voice of the fans? Uh, he's just a special advisor, yeah. I well they, they, the they're voice. calling I don't think him, he's gonna be the voice of anything. Well, they're calling him a voice of the fans, and they, they had announced several months back that they were gonna be putting together a group of young fans to kind of decide you know, help help with the marketing direction of how the NHL can reach a younger fan base. They landed on Josh Richards. Some people aren't happy with that. A lot of people, because of his affiliation with Barstool Sports and Dave Portnoy, they have mm-hmm. a podcast together called BFFs, mm-hmm. which yep. is pretty much for a lot of older folks to make fun of Dave Portnoy for hanging out with teenagers. But <laughs> it's been very smart for Barstool. They're, they've tapped into a much younger audience. Uh, yeah. Josh Richards, from everything that I've heard, He's actually kind of the real deal as far as he's he's smart. He's savvy with his investments. He's gotten involved with some things at the right time. So I think this is another one. Some people were, you know, raising hell about the fact that it was a very, you know, very much not an inclusive hire, quote unquote, uh, for the NHL. I mean, they're going after the same white male demographic with with Josh Richards, but you know, not everything can, there's business decisions that have to be made. Right. And so not everything can be looked at through the lens of that. Although, you know, they, they certainly have a lot of work to do with their fan base and, and, you know, making it, I think it's 62% of their fan base is white and like, they can certainly do something about that. But I think Josh Richards, I mean, they, they also need more younger fans and that's what this is about. And when you have a guy with over 40 million followers, who's, who's you know an authentic hockey fan he talks about it a lot i am interested to see where it goes I, I don't think it's a i don't think it's a bad uh a bad call by the nhl i tell you what i'd no, like I to see is uh josh get uh cross-checked by any enforcer on any <laughs> nhl team on the live broadcast somewhere me that would yeah. get me and i can see the voice, 
or no, no, I think he's talking about Josh Richards. Yeah. <laughs> Not you, Josh. No, I would. <laughs> you could probably withstand a check. I don't think Josh Richards. <laughs> I would like is... to see Josh Kyle's cross check Josh Richards. That okay. <laughs> very good point, Chris. That's what I was getting at. That's what you were getting. I would pay good well, money. Well, tune in next that. week to episode twelve. We'll be coming to you live. Where are forty million followers versus forty followers? Who's going to win? Kyles and fake Josh Richards next it's week. Like, it's like a messed up Fast and Furious where you guys are playing for like pink slips of followers. I'll put my 40 down for your 40 million. Let's do hey, this. I've got, I've got way closer to 400 followers, okay? Not, you know, give, give me some credit. It's not anywhere close, but it's closer than 40. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Josh, though. Uh, I do think it's a smart hire as much as it doesn't necessarily speak to me. You can't ignore how the world is moving and that the world is very much moving in this in the social media direction. It's not going away anytime soon. And that's where people get their information. And if he can make hockey cool to a whole new group of people, whether I care about that or not, doesn't matter. The NHL does and wisely so. Uh, and I do think it's going to help them. I don't think the diversity thing, gosh, my goodness, if 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 I happen to have a product yeah, that's a whole other topic. I, I just, as you thing. said I mean, that, that yeah. as you what, said that, that strikes. Doing, when I was doing the research, it was, and it wasn't no, I hear you. people from no, no, outside you, I, the sport. Like, I hear you. Well, I, I understand. A, it, but it's a it's, very real thing that you should be making sure you're considering stuff through that kind of a filter, but you can't make every decision on it. Right. You cannot. And, and I'm sorry, you said 62% of their fan base is white. Well, your goal shouldn't be to make something that is 80 or what. I don't know what population percentage is, but it's probably close to 65% of the population Caucasian. You, you don't want to try and, well, I only want 42% of my audience to be Caucasian. I mean, it's just going to be what it is, right? It's right. that's who and watches your be, show. That's who there, eats your food. There can, and, be other, there can be other initiatives to, to absolutely. There are going to be plenty to, and there should yeah. be, there absolutely should be. Um, all right. Next Topic. I don't know if you're hearing those sneaker squeaks. The NFL is. The NBA is right on their tail when it comes to sponsorship dollars. Um, I, and I just saw this headline, and I haven't read a bunch about it. I did look into it a bit, but the NBA did $1.46 billion in uh, sponsorship. The NFL, $1.62 billion. That's the closest they've ever been to the NFL's top spot. And I do, I, I, I don't think that surprises me anymore. It wasn't that long ago where the NBA was number three or four duking it out with the NHL. Those days are long gone. The NBA is in the same conversation with the NFL when it comes to marketing a product. They just are. I'm curious how much closer this is, how much closer the NFL got to that 2 billion mark for net for this year with all those sports betting hundred million dollar deals that they did a few months ago, but well, it will be for next year because for the right. pandemic year, it was 1.62 billion. Yeah. No, 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 for, for this year, but no, I think the NBA, they've always been, in my opinion, the most forward thinking innovative league. And by always, I mean, at least like the last five or six, you're years 26, you're 26. So in your, in your lifetime, they've been, the well, most forward. they were not always the most forward thinking group. Trust if me. you're, if, if we're going to throw Old man talking, out, either I'm 12 or I'm my actual age, because like when you give me a year, like two years younger than I actually am, that can be misconstrued because who like 26 <laughs> year olds, what the hell do they know? I'm almost 30. <laughs> Um, you're pushing it. You're pushing and it. You own a house with a chandelier. I do. I've, I'm, I'm sorry to all Hypothetically, a chandelier. Hello, ladies. He is single. 
Um, yes, a single dog dad of one. But uh, no, I think that's awesome for the NBA. I think that they did a lot of really great deals heading into the bubble last year. I think Microsoft was one of the big ones that they did. And, and uh, mm-hmm. those partnerships have pushed a lot of those numbers up, which, you know, kudos to them for doing that in, uh, you know, in, in a year when we dealt with COVID. And uh, but obviously the, their international reach, the, the players that they bring in from all over the world, I think they have a lot of uh, advantages that, that the NFL just they're, they're trying to figure out, you know, how, how, how does the NFL get that type of international reach and the NBA right. has that in spades. Yeah. That's a huge, point. the international piece and the NBA, I think is really hit the accelerator on that and in the right direction that that's, I think what really helps close the gap up. Well, and they did the, they did the Jersey deals. Those Jersey deals are getting 20, 30, 40, 50% of what an annual naming rights deal is getting right now. Yeah. It's getting big well, dollars. We didn't, we didn't give a shout out to, Good old Pete Latz and IEG that these numbers, that's where these numbers are coming from, but we should, uh, but um, I wish it was TMR, but it's uh, Pete and the IEG group that the, uh, but they estimated the sponsorship revenue. This is a piece that I wrote down. They've grown by almost two thirds since the patches were rolled out heading into 17. So in the last four years, their revenues have accelerated by two thirds again, which is, um, you know, calculating in the pandemic is yeah. is very impressive which i find interesting to go back one topic that uh, Bettman has said that the nhl still isn't considering right now jersey patches which i think this probably speaks to the fact that they will that's the other thing too the pandemic really progressed a lot of these things five four years ago we weren't really considering jersey patches we thought that was yeah. too much now there's a helmet well, yeah. patch or helmet ads in hockey and i think jersey patches right. will come Oh, yeah, I sure. think it's inevitable. I, think, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. The that to me that argument of the you know the jersey patches that's that's sacred. Give me a freaking break. It's well, it's, it's over now. It used to be. Well, yeah. I, mean, well, I still well, remember I mean, that, when that logic, Major League like, Baseball look, got crushed for putting Spider Man on second base. Right. Do you remember give this? Me a break. Give they me got a break. crushed. Watch any Josh? other sport. Josh, this is your litmus test. Do you remember that? When Major League Baseball, to promote the Spider-Man movie, put Spider-Man on the basis and the world lost their ever-loving mind within a day? Are you, are you talking about like the Tobey Maguire Toby Spider-Man Maguire. in 2003? Yeah, yeah. Before you were born, Tobey Maguire. I, yeah. was, I was too worried about making sure that my parents would let me go see the new Spider-Man at that time because it was rated PG-13 and I wasn't allowed to see PG-13 movies yet. There it is, PG-13. <laughs> <laughs> I have this episode. Uh, <laughs> I have an idea. I think Uniform Exchange should bring back the glowing puck tracker that Fox did in the NHL. Um, any shot over a hundred, that thing glue like glue up, glow, glue up, glued up. It glued up. It it heated up like a like a meteorite showering down to earth, and that thing kept me in the game more than anything else. If you want to send me. Or anyone in my family <laughs> through the roof. Just bring up the words Fox. Just say the word Fox tracks and you'll see nine people in my family's blood start to boil. That was the single worst decision in the history of I just think it was ahead NHL. of its time. It was ahead of its time. Now's the right time. Now's the right Mark time, Marbert. baby. That's right. Oh, my gosh. For those of you that did not get to see that, the only time that Fox Tracks was worthy, this was probably 2002, 2003, 2004, right around the time of Tobey Maguire and Spider-Man and baseball. That's but, what brought uh, it up. That's what brought it up. The, um, 
The only time it was worth anything was when the puck was up against the boards and you couldn't see it and you could it actually glowed through the boards. But people have to understand that when you watch hockey, the goal if you're a hockey watcher, viewer, you don't follow you don't watch the puck. That's not watching hockey. Watching hockey is you're watching everything and the puck is a part of what's going on. You don't when when yeah, I, I'm I'm going to get worked up about this. I'm going to move on because I could talk yeah. about this and Fox no, tracks right. and a huge mistake please, that was for yeah, a long please time. Please don't. Let's move on. Let's not move on, on Myers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. where's where move on, Myers. I deserve that. For Myers. I deserve that. I deserve that. It's amazing um, you haven't made one of those for each of us, and it's only Chris still. Like, yeah. we're we're yeah. we're two and a half months in, and it's only like, Chris. Well, how much do you think our budget is? He can't afford to make multiple <laughs> move on. And to be <laughs> honest, like, does anyone else ever go long? New me, topic. Sir, but can new I trouble topic, you for a new, new topic, topic, please? New topic. Nope. All right. And the answer is no. <laughs> There it is. I'm in a new box. I don't know where you are. Oh, you're pointing at me? I go too long sometimes? I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, all right. You guys, you guys want to talk topic. about NFTs? Oh, yes. Please, Josh, regale us. I have to vacation. Are you on vacation with your dad, Mike, so that you could bring him in right now? And Yeah. So uh, speaking of NFTs, I'm just going to go on a little tip right now. Um, oh, wow. We're not. We're who's not speaking? For the record, who is speaking of NFTs? <laughs> we're not yeah. actually. Didn't Josh just bring it up? That's a joke. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, right. this is serious now, and I'm going to dive in real quick. All right. So, go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, my dad is here. I'm on week seven. If you're counting, a few weeks back, we brought up NFTs, try to explain it in a couple minutes. I'm still trying to get my dad wrapped around this. And speaking to him over a drink in a bonfire the other night, I came up with a business idea for us. Remember when I threw out the idea of bringing back, bringing back Beckett for cryptocurrencies, like, but a for physical sure. magazine yeah. along those yeah. same lines. Here we go, guys. What's the best thing you could give somebody when you're gifting them an NFT? Uh, right now, you just transfer it to their digital wallet and it's there. And they're like, oh, gee, thanks. There's no surprise and delight. So the idea is to make NFT wrapping paper, right? <laughs> so like you're going to the birthday party. You're like, I bought you it. I bought you something. And instead of just a transfer, you have to digitally unwrap your NFT. What it is, is it a baseball? Is it basketball? Is it a painting? I don't know, but let's have some fun with it. You're shaking NFT it. wrapping paper brought to you by Uniform Exchange. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll, I'll mute myself for the rest of the cast. <laughs> Mike, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Birdie Box has already been on that for years, so they might be. Yeah, uh, we do have an NFT it. Birdie Box currently. Did you? Did, you did that come to you when you locked eyes with Ben Zobrist, or is that that's a different story? <laughs> that was a completely different story, but we can talk about that offline. Okay. My Do dad still doesn't 40... know what an NFT is. That's the end of my story. Go ahead. What are we talking about? Crypto. <laughs> if, you, if you have forty minutes, we can hear about Ben Zobrist. Uh, crypto. So there, there are a couple big things that have happened in crypto. Crypto is coming to sports, guys. It's officially here. We announced it last week. FTX doing their thing this week. Crypto.com uh, inked a five-year deal with Formula One Racing, which, again, these are things that... I, Formula One is big now. Formula One, people are talking about this. There's a Netflix show that everybody's watching. I don't know the name of it. Drive to Survive, I think, is the name of it. And really uh, that show is it's, very it, good. Yeah. I mean, have you guys checked? I haven't checked it out. Have you seen this show, Chris? Have I you seen it, Mike? I'm an F1 I'm fan not. now. 
I watch the show and now I check the check the race results and everything. You it's, do. It's oh, there yeah. you go. This is the proof that content creates fans, man. Get your stuff out on the airwaves. Crypto, a hundred million dollars for F1 for crypto.com. Uh, FTX, we know last week with their third big signing, they did their fourth this week by signing uh, Tom Brady Damn. and his wife Giselle as ambassadors. Right. That They're is basically like who, who got more. Who do you think got more equity on that, Tom or Giselle? Because Giselle is like, like just as big of a superstar, if not bigger, in her profession uh-huh. than Tom Brady is. For yeah. the NFL, it's pretty. I mean, oh, that, for that's sure, a, that's a that's a power couple right there, and yeah, that was an interesting deal. Yeah, that that and they, they I think they got paid in cryptocurrency, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah um, equity but, and um, assets. Yeah, uh, she 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 got a title. I don't know. Her title was head of consumer engagement or something like that, or social consumer. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I'm sure she's very qualified. I'm just jealous. I'm like, I, I, I'm searching as to why I'm aggravated about all the stuff I'm reporting on these days. Let it out, it, man. Really, Let it, it just out. comes just down. What if why? It just comes down to jealousy. We've got to get this podcast to be extremely successful so that people start paying us to just talk about their stuff. That's really the end game. We just have to become personalities. Speaking of of important stuff in in F1 racing, uh, I do got to give a a, a shout out to my favorite uh, racing movie ever, Sylvester Stallone Driven 2001. (laughs) If you haven't seen it, go back before you watch that show that we just mentioned because it is is a hoot, let me tell you. (laughs) I hope hope you still have that on, not Blazer Laser disc. Disc. Yes. And it is scratched. So one of my favorite scenes, he's like <laughs> trying to show off and he's burning, like turning at the last second, getting quarters on the tires. Oh, it's scratched. Damn it. I'm, I'm going to turn it really fast. Uh, uh, <laughs> Chris, Chris and his, <laughs> his That was one of the worst impersonations ever. Impersonations. <laughs> that, I, I wish I could remember. You know exactly who that was. Slice well, because we said it ahead of time. Yeah, we said well, it beforehand. You, I nailed yeah. it. I thought that was Sly Stallone on the Uniform Exchange podcast. Honestly, I wasn't right. looking at the. So video. Did I. I, I think I, thought I think was... our 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 listener on the the podcast, the audio podcast, is really gonna it's really gonna come to life for them without the oh without question oh, without video. yeah without mm-hmm. you they're like wow was that Sylvester Stallone was he right. did he show up for the yeah I, I would recommend watch the movie Driven and next week we break it down scene by scene. Oh, we <laughs> can do go that. a little over the hour. <laughs> we can do that. Chris, can you do me one favor? When you do an impersonation, before you do it, say who it is. Just not because we can't tell. Not because we can't tell. Just that because I feel like any good impersonator announces who it is before they do their impersonation. I don't think that's I, true. Just in Come on, case. Chris. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I announce that that is Larry David first, Josh. Yeah, you got to say. All right. Uh, close, one more but, thing uh, before we move off of this. Know, this isn't necessarily a crypto statement, but Tom, who is now evidently at age 45, a social media star and is being hired for everything. And he's now he's open for business. Unlike earlier in his career when he was all football, uh, I did see where he signed a subway deal. 
And if you know Tom Brady, he's a very healthy guy. So part of his subway deal that was a massive deal, they haven't released the numbers, but I know it's big. Uh, he's not going to hold any product <laughs> in any of the commercials because he's a very healthy guy and doesn't want to give the impersonation or the impression that he's eating subway. <laughs> he doesn't eat bread. <laughs> I just don't get it. I guess once I see the spots, maybe it's going to make sense. But, you know, I did want to make one one uh, breaking news announcement as it relates to crypto deals and sports that got announced, I think, four or five hours ago. Um, a big uh, jersey patch deal within the NBA for the Portland Trailblazers a company called Storm X is going to is becoming the exclusive blockchain partner of the Trailblazers. Blockchain. Uh, they do. There's some type of crypto cashback provider. Chrome extension helps earning make makes earning crypto accessible to you and your you and yours. Um, no, but they are hang in there, Mike. Hang in there. No, I just feel like this whole we're like going towards the realm of. Do you guys ever seen the movie Basketball? Yeah. Oh yeah. We're we're there, man. We are there. I we think are. Mike needs to be on a, like another podcast where he just talks about like totally random movies from like the I'm in. in the early two thousands. I know I stump you when I, I was there. that would that would not no be basketball was good. No baseball, baseball. Trey Parker and Matt Stone, right? That's yeah, right. The, yeah, Carmen, the, uh, Carmen. Oh, what was her name? Carmen San Diego. Carmen San Diego. No, what was her name? San Diego. <laughs> where yeah, in the world in is she movie. anyway? We <laughs> found her. She was in that movie. The whole that time. movie yeah. Yeah. No, so anyway, this is Rodman. Shout out, shout out yes, to the Trailblazers. Shout out to Stormex. Shout out to Elevate. Shout out to Wasserman, whoever else helped on the deal. There's a lot of crypto deals happening, and we are here to talk about them. And other there were th- well, there were there were three jersey patches or three teams that didn't have jersey patches. Was Portland one of the three? <laughs> no. They had one. So this, this. Re- so who are the three that don't have jersey patches? Uh, that's know? a really, I that's, just that's a that really out. personal question, and I prefer that you kept it off. <laughs> Good enough. Hold, hold on, <laughs> Jack is so offended on that. <laughs> I'm pulling it up on TMR right now because I'm blanking because I had that up earlier. You move on to the next topic, and then I'll just interrupt you. Yeah, last Perfect. topic is rapid topics. So who's got what something about- you want to talk about? Terry Crews is, is Terry there, or uh, just trying to? Would you like Terry to show? Uh oh. Can't do it without Terry. Terry is That's all I'm going to say. Now I know. Now that we saw Terry Cruz's topic change, now I know it's time. (laughs) You know it's time for rapid topics. All right. So, what do you guys have? I've got some things. What do you got? Nothing. You guys came with nothing this week. Wow. I've got something. Whoa, whoa. I feel like we I've didn't want to stump on each other. We respect the three of us respect <laughs> each other. For how long? Go ahead. Not long. Not, not once this clicker hits over an hour. I don't respect any of you. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I've got something that's uh, sports betting slash women's sports related, um, which is awesome news. The Phoenix Mercury. A lot of exciting things coming out of uh, Arizona basketball or Phoenix professional basketball lately. The Mercury inked the first sports betting deal, women's sports, uh, with Bally's Corporation. It's a pretty big deal. They announced it was a 15-year, $66 million deal. Uh, the, team, the team is saying that it's the first ever sports betting deal with a pro women's sports team, which seems like uh, a little late to, for that to be the case, but glad, you know, better late than never. 
And uh, they're also reporting it's the largest sponsorship in women's sports history uh, for a team. So that's awesome news. And I think it could wind up being a really, really great deal for Bally's locking that in on a 15 year deal, because I think we all on this podcast hope and are seeing some good progress. Um, you know, the way, the way that women's sports are being marketed and, and hitting bigger audiences now. So locking that deal in, that could wind up being actually a pretty good deal for, for Bally's and, and uh, obviously great for the Mercury kudos. And hopefully we'll be seeing a lot more of these types of deals around women's sports. So kudos yeah. to all involved. I agree. And uh, not to jump back to the very, very first topic, but I think we've mentioned it before. I actually believe that the NIL is going to be a boon for women's athletics on the college level. Um, I I think that they, they, they're going to crush it. They're already poised. Many are already poised to do so. Um, But I do think that this is going to be as big of a lift to them as it is to anybody. Honestly. In the age of the in the age of the athlete, I think it will serve women's sports as a whole very well. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, well, I've got a couple topics here that I just thought were interesting. I know you guys have some more. Um, in my weekly staring at gee whiz, how much money is going into this, and so 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 much money is going into all of these different things. Uh, an app called Buzzer raised $20 million in Series A funding this last week. Michael Jordan, Osaka, Pat Mahomes are behind in this one. Another one called Kickoff raised $30 million. Steph Curry's behind this or involved in this. Live 360 uh, raised a couple million. That's Michael Phelps, Chris Paul, Tony Hawk. I just think it's interesting. All these athletes are looking to invest in the apps and in technology. Those were three big ones. Then you've got the at-home stuff, Fight Camp. Raised $90 million. That's Tyson, Mayweather, St. Pierre, Francis. Uh, is it is it Naganu? Did, did you say bum Francis fights? Francis Naganu. <laughs> bum fights coming back? Did they get picked up? Bum dad fights is officially Mike, on its way back. Mike, dad number two's bum fights raised 50 cents this week. It was great. <laughs> oh, that was big. That's big. Bum fights on some, the way back. I found some more change under my, my couch than 50 cents. That was Five dollars. Ergata, which is a rowing equivalent, thirty million. Climber without the I or the E, no vowels in climber, all capitalized. Rates thirteen and a half. That's Nikolai. Uh, jo- uh, climb that ladder. <laughs> climb that ladder, Jay Z and Djokovic, and then uh, light boxer. So a second boxing one also raised twenty million a few weeks ago. That was with Timbaland. So there's a lot of money. There's a lot of money. We just we, we, enough of the podcast. Let's just start an app. Can we just start an app and just say what it's going to do and then go raise $100 million on the thought of it? Um, yeah, we find Steph Curry and Floyd Mayweather and Tom Brady. Yeah, they're just giving part of the money. If we come up with a great idea, they'll put money in it. We'll just come up with right, a great idea. Let's do it. We've worked our whole lives for this. We might as well be ready to come up with that idea. I think right? I alone have thrown out some multi-million dollar ideas on the show the last few weeks. <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't got any bites, but I guess I could do it again. You ready? Here here we go. Nope. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Thought we had one. I was ready. I was. Re- I had my pencil See? out this See? time. See? I'm not, I'm not ready. I did. Uh, I also saw that Top Golf has a soccer competitor now, and it's not really a competitor because I think they actually people that invested in Top Golf actually invested in this. But there's a soccer equivalent to Top Golf called Toka, T O C A. Yeah, two hundred people kicking soccer balls out onto a 
uh, a range? What? I think it's it's no, going to be go an interactive out, soccer experience with helmets yeah. on and oh, play and soccer. It's not going to come at you. Top golf. Oh, it's the goalie golf perspective. Is going overhead, and you just wear a helmet for the check for the golf balls, and then you kick soccer balls. Yeah, I put I put twenty million down on that. You got me. <laughs> Let me get the checkbook out. Well, they raised 105, so you'd have about 19% of the company for your 20 million. That's What's all I need. The, what is the concept of it that's similar I, to Top Golf? I'm sure that it is in some fashion, <clears throat> multiple different ways where you can kick a ball. Oh, okay. <laughs> that has to be the best okay. quote we have ever got. That that's actually right there. That's <laughs> actually, oh, the I believe it's something to do. Number with one, baseball. number one sports podcast. Number one. <laughs> that's actually the quote. That's the press release. That's what it said in the press release. Um, no, I don't know. I'm sure it's just. I'm sure that it's interactive ways to have a, a soccer experience. I don't think it's going to be identical to Top Golf, but you know they're open. 12 new locations so when one opens we will go we'll take we'll have an outing we'll go we'll and do then a we'll live report back. pod there no we should we do, will imagine the crowds that we'd bring out they should definitely I'm, host us i'm telling we you have two or three people probably come out to watch us so i bet we get a free like appetizer out of that at least no. We're already doing world team tennis on site broadcast. Now we're gonna that's do right. we're gonna we're gonna have a bro live broadcast from a from a toka. I don't know if that's even the correct way to pronounce it. T O C A toka. Something to do I with guess. kicking a ball. We get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of different ways to kick a ball. Um, any other topics, guys? What else we got? Did you see the I, this just came in the inbox right before the NFL announced at uh 2:30 Central Time the Washington football team workplace review. Oh gosh. Yeah. It's the longest release I've I've probably ever seen from the NFL. There are 10 recommendations coming out of this. And none of them are boot Dan Snyder from the league, interestingly. But mm -hmm. it's it's uh, pretty unfavorable, but the solution is Tanya Snyder, Dan's wife is going to take over as co-CEO and Dan's going to focus on a new stadium and she's going to fix the team apparently. So I didn't even know he was married. I, I can't imagine. Well, didn't at least that, he solved that. Didn't that at come with a $10 million dollar fine too? Yeah. I, I think that, that just came was, through. I th there, yeah, it was a, it was a 10 million, it was a $10 million fine to Snyder for the team. Yeah. To the team, oh, yeah. which yeah, it is. It is going to crush million. him. Uh, that will cripple them. That the club 10 will million pay ten million, fight. which will be used to support organizations committed to character education, anti-bullying, healthy relationships, and related topics. That's good. And then those companies can use it to invest in a soccer top golf facility, <laughs> and then they can get rich too. What, what did you say? say something, I, yeah, yep. Something to do with kicking yeah. balls. Kicking a ball. Um, I did also see that the largest owner, and I'm going to paraphrase and butcher this, but it's called Bolero, and it's the, I think they're the largest owner of bowling alleys across the United States, struck a $2.6 billion valuation. It's worth $2.6 billion, and they own 300 bowling alleys. I clearly have done everything wrong in my life. It's official. It's official. I have done everything wrong. You literally own zero. You own 
own zero bowling alleys. You should be ashamed of yourself. You are worthless. Let's just get into ski ball, guys. Let's let's do this with ski ball. There we go. There's another million dollar idea. You throw balls at holes and you get points. And what when they go in? No, no, we know what ski ball is. No, I'm I'm explaining this to all of our audience that don't know what skaball is. Oh, oh, skaball. It's a, it's a rebrand. I think you're yes, onto something. Uh, three, all right, gentlemen. Before I before we go, the three NBA yes, teams: Houston okay. Rockets, Minnesota Timberwolves, Sacramento Kings are the three. And so my question is: Is it because they could not sell the patch, or did they make an organizational decision not to sell the patch? That's my next question. I don't know in those great questions. But all three of them had patches. It's the, they it's had patches they and yeah. oh, they had them and lost them. Okay. Yeah. Houston right. had rocket phones. Sacramento was blue diamond almonds and Minnesota was Fitbit. So, Interesting. That's right. That's a lot of money to leave on the table. That'd be like going a year without having a naming rights partner in some of these cases. So and I'm sure they probably are not excited about not having that. Hello, Snoop. How you doing, buddy? Snoop we, makes his appearance. As we wrap up the as we wrap up the pod, uh, Snoop Dog, Snoop Do Single G just wanted to say goodbye to everybody, and uh, he's also barking. So nah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's a, he's a well, good guy. Gentlemen, another stellar session. My thanks to you. My thanks to your families, to your father-in-laws, to your pups, to your kids, everyone. My thanks to, to fake Mark Emmert. Uh, that has a great job today. The letter L, the color purple, uh, is we're sponsored by. And uh, I would say uh, happy Independence Day to the four of you. To I the four of us, be... to the three of you. And remember... With all the firework activity this weekend, try to come back with ten fingers and ten toes, as my dad says. <laughs> that's that's actually smart that's not, a, not bad advice. I know. That's why I said it's it. a very smart guy. Well, <laughs> happy <laughs> Happy Independence Day, guys, and I'll see you guys in one week. Cheers. Uh,